Hello and welcome to Easy Aces from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, Easy Aces. Mr. and Mrs. Ace were served with a summons by Mr. Neff, whose lot Jane had been trying to sell, not knowing she was furthering the sale of a lot Mr. Ace had. After giving Jane a $250 advance, Mr. Neff found that it was Mr. Ace's lot that was sold. Our scene now is the next evening at the Ace's bungalow, and we find Ace nervously pacing the floor as Jane and Marge sit by. Listen. Isn't that awful? The one time I need my lawyer and he has to be away on vacation. I send him a wire, and he wires back to let one of the partners handle the case. That's a fine lawyer. I've been doing business with him for eight years, and this is the one time I really need him, and he gives me that. My sister Joan's little boy is going to study to be a lawyer. Mm, maybe you suggest we wait. What? Maybe you'd like to have the case postponed so he could. Oh, all right, now, enough of well... that. Don't get so worked up. He'll give you a good lawyer. It's a big firm, isn't it? Manfrey, 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 Kelly and Manfrey? Yes, it's a big firm, but it's old Jay Manfrey that has always handled my business. Which one's coming out tonight? Which one do you think they're giving me? Not. Oh, don't tell Jeff me. Jeff Kelly. <laughs> well, what's funny about that? Well, I thought he's as good as the rest of them. I doubt don't it. Don't worry about it until you talk to the man. You're not worried about losing this case, are you? Am I worried? Do you think I want to lose that $10,000? But this man, Neff, hasn't a leg to stand on. He can't prove anything. With a clever lawyer, he can prove anything. That's why I wanted to have my regular lawyer handling this for me. I don't know what Neff got up his sleeve. I don't know how Jane committed herself. I did not. You did not what? I didn't do anything. I told you everything that we said and everything that I did. Now, look, Jane, I'm going to have trouble enough with this lawyer. I feel it. Will you please try to remember if you left anything out? Anything that Neff could hold against you? Anything at all? Think hard. Think. Well, don't look so horrified. I'm asking That's you. not horrified. That's thinking. Oh, that, oh, stop laughing, Mars. Let me try to get at the bottom of this myself if I'm going to have trouble with a lawyer. Oh, what trouble. You cross more bridges. Why don't you wait till he gets here and you tell him your story? He knows the story. I wrote it out in detail and handed it into their office. You ought to be acquainted with every phase of it. But you know how a strange lawyer is. Why did that guy have to be out of town at a time Well, like... if you'd have notified him in advance that you were going to be sued, I'm sure he'd have stayed in town. So of the breaks I get. The one really big deal I put over and this has to happen. And I took all the precautions to keep this a secret from her. And still it gets balled up. And what a balling up. Being sued for heaven only knows what. Yes, what is he suing for? Not a thing, dear. What? I can't think of a thing. About what? What are you talking... Well, didn't you just tell me to try to think of something that I forgot to tell you that I did with Mr. Neff? Oh, and you can't think of... Not a thing. I told you everything we said and did. I'm sure of it. Oh, I wish I could be that sure. If he springs some surprise on us, something that you were a party to that slipped your mind... No, nothing slipped off my mind. I told you everything. I'm sure of it. I'll tell you what, Jane. Why don't you get yourself a pencil, and if anything comes up, make a note of it. Something you might have forgotten... 
I didn't forget a thing, Marge. Well, we all make mistakes. Some little thing you might have overlooked, you know. Not a thing, I'm sure. Well, Marge is right. Take a pencil and carry it with you. And if anything pops into your uh, mind, make a note of it. Well, if you want me to, dear, but I'm sure You can't be too sure. You might think of one thing that might save the whole day. Here, uh, take this pencil. All right. That's a small pencil. Haven't you got a bigger one? Oh, you're not so sure now. You might think of a lot of things then. Is what? that what you... Oh, uh, there he is. I'll let him in. Do you want to make this part of it, or shall I go to my room? No, no, it's not necessary. I, I haven't anything to hide. Miss Reeves, I believe. Yes, are you Mr. Kelly? That's me. Uh, come here, Mr. Kelly. I've been waiting for you. <coughs> right through here, please. I'll take your hat. Oh, thank you. Oh, uh, this is my wife, Miss Kelly. Oh, we're uh, pleased to meet your acquaintance. How do you do, Miss Reeves? And uh, this is Miss Hale. How do you do? How do you do, Miss Hale? <laughs> Mr. Kelly, I suppose you know that O.J. has been handling my business for some time. Yes, I know. Great guy, O.J. Yes. Had a lot of fun with him. Can't stand being given. No sense of humor. Now take me. Yeah, take you. Always like good laugh. Oh, I had a great laugh driving out here. I live over the bridge, you know. <laughs> You're going like this, you know. It's a, it's a toll bridge. Well, I drove up from that rattle trap of mine, and the attendant said, 25 cents. And I said, toll. <laughs> That's very funny, Mr. Yeah. Kelly. Now, if you don't mind, Mr. Kelly, I'd like to get down to this case. I don't mind telling you. I'm pretty worried. Well, I don't blame you. You don't blame me for being worried? Of course. We can keep you out of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> That's mighty wide of you. And maybe I can get you off for five or ten years. <laughs> oh, well, you... St- <laughs> I'm not in a very gay mood, my Oh, child. I'll snap you out of that. Just hang around with me for a while. Well, uh, how long do you think this case will... Well, end? it all depends. Now, let me see. I thought there was notes here, I think, or did I leave them in my other suit? Well, well what do you think of that? I did. Well, that's what comes from having two suits. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I'm only worried about this one yeah. suit. Well, I think I'm conversion for the case. Oh, you think you are? Yes, but uh, it doesn't stack up right. What do you mean? Well, it's going to be mighty hard to prove in court that Mrs. Ace could have carried on a two-week conversation with Mr. Everett without mentioning Mr. Ness's name. It's a mighty fishy on. But it's the truth. That's why well, I... Well, the truth is always hardest to prove, Mr. Ace. I never bother with it myself unless I have to. No, sir. You never bother with the truth unless you have to? What kind of talk is that? <laughs> Sounds kind of funny, doesn't it? But in this case, I think you'll agree with me that it's best not to stress too much this strange story of white I don't get that. What do you mean? We have nothing to hide. It's the way it happened. Mrs. Ace was trying to sell Mr. Neff's lot. Mm. She didn't know I was trying to sell Everett a lot, too. Mr. Neff promised her $500 if she sold his lot. He gave her 250 advance. She thought she had it sold. She didn't know that Mr. Everett uh, thought that she was talking about my lot. What's so hard to explain about that? Well, <laughs> like the fellow said... I don't care what the fellow said. That's our story. And you think we can make a judge believe that? Why not? Well, he wouldn't believe that a woman could go on talking business with a man for two weeks and not mention names. No woman could be that dumb. Oh, then it depends on whether the judge thinks the woman could be that dumb, does it? Well, hell, I'll take my chances with the truth. Jane. What? Uh, give Mr. Kelly a sample. Beg pardon? Go ahead. Uh, Mr. Kelly, will, yeah, she'll show you uh, what kind of a witness she'll make. Uh, they'll believe anything's possible when they'll hear her testify. She's your witness. Now, what do you mean? I mean to prove that she'd make a good witness without our having to change the story. Oh, one of those convenient memories. Well... She can forget facts and things. Forget? Why, she never even knew. Well, let's see. Mrs. Ace? Yes? Where were you on the night of October 12th, 1933? October 12th. Oh, and that's my birthday. Why, we went to a dance. Well, and then... no, no, no. Let's take another day. 
Whatever you want, the night of November the 16th, 1932. November 16th? Oh, that's our anniversary. We went to the theater. Oh, no. Jane, uh, wh- where were you last night? Uh, last night? Yeah. Uh, let me see. What did we do last night? There you night? are. She can remember 1932, but she can't oh, remember. Oh, wait, stop it. Well, I'm not going to laugh. Mr. Kelly, what do you expect to do if we don't tell what actually happened? Well, there's nothing like a good, solid story that can't punch full of holes. We'll make one up. Make one up? Sure. That's my specialty. We won't leave them a leg to stand up. Of course, we leave the basic facts intact. Well, that's sweet of you. Well, you don't expect the judge to believe that the wife of a real estate man would actually help a strange man sell a piece of property when her own husband is trying to sell another piece of property to the same man? Now, honestly, do you? Well, it happened that way because Mrs. Ace didn't know I was selling old man Everett anything. You work on a deal as big as that and don't tell your wife about it? Well, no, I didn't this time. But there, the stand that would stand up in court, why, well, you'd be the laughing stock. Let him laugh. I don't care. That's the way it happened. Well, you'd lose the case. You know what Mr. Neff's complaint is? No, I don't know, and I don't... He charges misrepresentation, deliberate attempt to keep him from selling his property, and attempted the fraud. Attempted the fraud? Yes. He gave the wife $250, he was a check she endorsed to prove it, and he claims all the time she knew you were selling Mr. Edward another piece of property, and she deliberately kept him out of competition to sell his plot of ground. And it must look fair facts in the face. It does sound like that, doesn't it? It does sound like what? What are you... Oh, this must be another one of your kidding moves. Oh, I get it, Mr. Kelly. No, you're... no, I'm not kidding this time. Oh, you're not. Mr. Kelly, I'm just an outsider here, but it seems to me you're making this case sound harder than it really is. It's all a matter of misunderstanding. Why, Mr. Ace can get Mr. Everett to prove that. Sure, that's right. I never thought... I can get Mr. Everett to prove that he thought Jane meant me all the time. Yes, but he couldn't prove that in court. What are you talking about? He's a big man. Respecters and everything. They'll take his word for it. Yeah, it's going to be a look pretty sappy for a big businessman telling a story like that in court. I doubt if he'll even testify to that. No. You better let me give this case some thought. Well, if this is a sample of the thought you're going to put on it, you're going to have me wind up behind the bars. Well, there's not much going on outside in the open anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's very funny. Uh, suppose you go to my office tomorrow. You too, Mrs. Ace. Beg pardon? Suppose we have a talk tomorrow. Drop in, say, about, about ten. How's that? All right. We'll be there, but this is the story we're going to tell. Well, I might be able to convince you. Let's sleep on it tonight. Well, guess I'll turn in now. Good night. Good night, Mr. Kelly. Good night. Good night, Miss Hill. Good night. Don't bother. I can find it all right. See you tomorrow at 11 o'clock. 11? Wait a minute. You said 10. Oh, yes. 10 o'clock. <laughs> Good night. Good night, Mr. Kelly. Well, there you are. That's what I was worrying about. Well, of all the colossal nerve, did you ever hear such talk? That's a lawyer. My sister Jones said a boy's going to study to be a lawyer. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's send for him. We can't do worse. You don't like that guy. Wants us to make up a whole story. What did he mean? He meant he didn't want to take the bother to prove that you and Mr. Everett never mentioned Mr. Neff's name. Well, we didn't. I told you we did I know, Jen. I believe you, but he didn't think anybody else would. No, I didn't like him. You and me both. And that's a man that passed the bar. Yes, he sounded like he passed six or seven boys on his way over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it looks as if the aces are not only going to have trouble in court with Mr. Neff, but also with their lawyer, Mr. Kelly. We learn more details of the case when next we meet the Easy Aces.